for God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the republic, neocrusader.com. May 27th, 2017, Memorial Day weekend, episode 11, and the title of this podcast is The Ugly Truth, and uh, for many reasons we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, experience that, but for none other reason that I uh, am, am proud to say that I have my good friend, Big Ugly, Dave Willis, on with me. The Big Ugly is worldwide, baby. Dave, how are you? Hey, 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 hey now. What's happening? Oh, man, I tell you what, a lot is happening, my friend. A lot is happening. Well, I mean, hell, where do we begin on this, man? Let's just rock and roll and give them the ugly facts. Well, The ugly truth. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, you know, we, what was it, just a couple days ago, I, I sort of we were talking back and forth, and I uh, I had mentioned that I heard you know that that the, the chatter is that they're going to try to impre- impeach the president. How stupid can the liberals be to impeach a man that was brought forth by the American people, that was brought forth by the voters of this country, that our founding fathers in lieu of the Constitution, give us a right to vote for who we want in office. We sure as hell didn't need that lunatic Hillary Clinton. My God, if we did, we'd all be six feet and under, or we'd be chained up to a wooden fence somewhere. Agreed. How crazy is that? Well, and you want to talk about Russian collusion, um, you know, how much uranium under her watch, did the Russians acquire? And what- she she acquired. She signed off on a deal for twenty percent of our uranium. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. You want to talk collusion? Let's talk the millions, hundreds of millions of dollars that the Clinton Foundation has taken in from the Russians yeah. and from other foreign countries. Uh, come on, we want to talk illegal, we want to talk uh, collusion, we want to talk scandal, well, we want to talk, my God, come on. Well, we we don't want to talk, and that's that's part of the problem, Dave, is that the, we, the, the media doesn't want to talk that. They don't want, they didn't want to hear that. That was, you know, um, you know, that was sexist to say something about, to, about her, um, Time after time after time, we have seen um, conservative hosts, um, you know, uh, receive, um, you know, their walking papers for, for, you know, for things. And it, it, it blows my mind. It is so Orwellian in nature 
the, just all the way up until, you know, to the night that, you know, that we voted and that America Look, took that step. Uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The, the liberal idiots cannot accept the fact that Donald Trump is our president of the United States of America. They can, none of them can accept it. It's like they're having a tizzy fit. Their diapers are wet. They're, they, they, someone's took their uh, pacifiers, if you will. It's time to accept that this man has been voted on by the American people, by the voters that vote in this country legally, yes. and put this man in office. It's time to put up or shut up. Get out of the way. Let the man do his job. Let him do what he... And that's that's a problem I've always had with politics, Dave, is that, you know... With, in, in, in like in my profession, in in my you know in my with my day job, um, you know, as a licensed professional, I could not tell a customer one thing, and then not do that for them. I have to give that to them in writing, and um, you know, as a you know, a, a, the company, any company, legally is bound by that contract. Right. Now look. Look at this. Look at everything that we have going on in this country right now. I mean, we have, I mean, millions and millions of folks out of work. We have millions of folks on food stamps. The labor force is terrible. The housing is terrible. And we want to sit around. The family unit has been destroyed. Yeah, it's been totally destroyed. And, you know, and we want to sit and we want to worry about who the president is. Now, hold on just a minute. Let's think about this. If Hillary Clinton was president, do you think the conservative party would be doing what they're doing now? Oh, there would be no... Con- I mean, they, they would be... Well, actually, it would be one unified party at that point, I think. I think the whole world, if she had become president, it would be like that portal in Ghostbusters opening up. And oh, <laughs> I think yeah. it would have just I, I, ended. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It, it, it would just be... It, it's just amazing to me that we can sit around and we can bash this man, and you've got the, the lunatic Schumer, you've got oh. the absolute nutso Nancy Pelosi, who looks and says, I'm not supporting this president. Well, hell, she don't even know who the president is sometimes. Yeah, yeah well, she either, I mean, wants, she, yeah, she either wants to impeach Bush, or uh, she's, she's in it. You know, uh, actually, probably in her in her twilight years, because she Man, just makes no I, sense sometimes. Um, you know, I have Waters. to applaud our fellow conservative broadcasters, man. You know, I, I was yeah. in the broadcasting field for over 25 years, and I still salute these guys, especially Hannity, yeah. especially Rush Limbaugh, because you know what? They ain't afraid to tell us the way the hell it is. Well, and and you know, Dave, th- that's the thing. It's been a chilling effect. I, my last episode, um, I, I was talking about how um, you know, in in Britain, you know, if you say something on social media, they they come and knock on your door. If it's deemed right. hate speech, and that's that's newspeak, that's or- Orwellian newspeak, whatever, however we, you know, define this, what you're you you know, we define the reality, we define the paradigm, and then we decide, you know, 
what the outcome is. And you're punished if you go if you say no. That's the, the emperor is not wearing any clothes. I'm sorry, but right. he's he's naked. But think about this. Think about this for a minute. Donald Trump didn't need this job. No. He didn't need this headache. He didn't need these problems. He didn't need to be tied down to running a country. He's running a successful multi-billion dollar business. Right. Why did he choose to run for president? Because he cares for the American people and the liberals hate it. Well, they hate it. Yeah. I, I think the man, um, I think the man really, well, you're right. I mean, he could do anything he wants to do. And the, the thing about Donald Trump is he is putting his money as best as he can where his mouth is. And, right. um, he is, he is trying to do everything he can. Now, there are some really messed up things that I want to touch on, but, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, th- this isn't, uh, this isn't the president directly, you know. I, I right. you asked me what can we do about this, and I said, you know, we don't be just sunshine supporters. We don't. We're not on the Trump train just when it's when it's shining and, and bright. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, when it when there's six feet of snow out there, we're 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 trudging through it. So I sure. I support him. Um, you know what? Here's he, what else does he have to gain? I mean, yeah, I guess that is the you know he's going to go down in history. And I, honestly, I think what else? What else could a man who literally has everything have left? And that's his reputation. And I don't think the man would want to go down into history. I don't think he sees himself as an Adolf Hitler. And I don't think, for all the rhetoric you see on the mainstream media, that he would he would literally do that to his reputation. I, it makes no. no sense. No, not at all. I mean, think about this. He started out, he borrowed a million dollars from his father. He wanted to start a company. His dad lent him one million dollars. He turned around and made it into a multi-billion dollar enterprise. Oh, yeah. And I mean, think about that. Well, I mean, think, he's, he's left such a lavish lifestyle that you and I would dream of each and every day. We would love to have that lifestyle. I don't know. I kind of like Mount Hope, Dave. I kind of like Mount Hope. Well, yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I like I like Mount Hope as well. You and I are, you know, Mount Hopeians. But I mean, I mean, think about this for a minute. Think about this. I mean, he has left a multi-billion-dollar lifestyle. Right. I mean, a ravishing penthouse, all of his, you know, his companies, his fortune, his, you know, the whole nine yards. Why would he need to run for, why would he need to be president of the United States? I mean, because he has sat down and he's asked himself, what can I do to make things better for the American people? I have what I want. My children have what they want. My grandchildren have what they want. Oh, yeah. I want the American people to have what they want. Well, I think, what is so wrong with that? I think the man gets it that if he doesn't stand and deliver right now, that his grandchildren and his, you know, quite possibly his, his own children will have nothing left of of everything he's built. And that, that goes for all of us, man. Um, that, that's true. I, I mean, it, it's 
we're either going to destroy ourselves or we're going to re-envision, re-realize the American dream. Um, think, think about this. We are our own worst enemy. Yeah, it is. Freedom, freedom isn't just the right, you know, the, the, not the right, but, the, you know, it's the ability to do good, but it's also the ability to do evil. So it, it can. It can right. be our own worst enemy. Free will. That's the whole apple. It all goes back to <laughs> there. But I mean, yeah, I mean I, I mean I couldn't agree more. I mean it's just it it's you know, it, it's just like you want to wring someone's neck to shake them and go, Are you crazy? You got a man that's standing up for this country. America's strong again. Yes, America's back. And you want to set us back? You know, I every time I every time I see the president, you know, uh, the uh, the the lyrics, you never did think that it ever would happen again. Just oh god, <laughs> goes through my head. Oh yeah, does it not? I mean, yeah. Should that not be his, his background music wherever he walks? That should be some theme music. <laughs> that should be some theme music. But. I mean, yeah, man. There's there's a lot to it. I mean, it just this whole deep state. I mean, is it not a James Bond novel that we live in? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because you think about this. Here we are. You know, we're we're Bond wanted things so well in his movies for people. Then of course he ran into evil. The evil we're running into is the liberals. Well, I, I want to put a name to it, Dave, and we, right. we were talking about that earlier. Um, George Soros. And now I want you to understand that when I say James Bond, and few people understand this, few people have ever even heard this, but it's it's fact. And I will link to this underneath the media player. Um, on on my podcast for everybody to to go and check out for yourself if if you just cannot believe what I'm saying. George Soros has, you know, he is associated with you know the Quantum Group. Okay, he literally tried to short the British sterling pound and crash, you know, the the British government, you know, their, their financial system. And MI5 hates him, um, you know, and that is where the quantum group, or, you know, quantum of soulless came from in the whole Bond series. He is literally, oh, wow. he is literally a James Bond villain. And few people, few people realize that, but it is, it's the truth. So um, there that is. That's that's the ugly truth. Probably you know the the first thing that's going to you know that very few people realize. But um, now that's going to lead us off into with Soros, a company called Cadre. Have you ever heard of them? Say again. I'm sorry. Cadre. Have not. Okay. That is a company that. Jared Kushner started with his brother Josh, and um, now 
basically this company what it does is it markets properties and funds or you know actual physical properties or or funds that invest in yeah, I guess properties um, you know to potential investors and so uh, according to, to Breitbart some of these some of the people that are involved are Goldman Sachs investors um, Jack Ma from Alibaba David Yu I believe he's associated with Alibaba um, and the Chinese so um, you know they that didn't come out during the during the election I don't think it would have changed my opinion um, but you know the president has spoken openly about um, Kushner I mean I'm sorry not Kushner but about Soros and you know right. he's, he's not he's not a stupid man and I think he is very uh, probably adept at gaining rapport with people and I think that's going to be part of his his ability and his power is to to gain rapport with these other other nations and so maybe having somebody who is ultra liberal set up you know as you know that that high up in his you know in his staff I mean maybe he's using uh, that as a you know as a tool as leverage I, I don't know but um, you know there there is that um, and we were talking about you know that this whole thing is is breaking um, during the Torah as some of the president's aides you know came back and and I guess they're about to butt heads and I was kind of telling you about that uh, a few days ago what I was hearing uh -huh. is they're about to butt heads over this whole Russia thing and, and Kushner so I don't know uh, but what is I haven't really seen the news much what, what are they saying um, what have you seen about that well, from you know, from what I've read on reports on different uh, sites, if you will, and uh, different media outlets, that Kushner uh, wanted to set up some kind of uh, secret uh, communications channel in December with um, the Russians and the campaign. Mm -hmm. But, however, uh, from my understanding, is there was no laws broken because. Trump was already elected president. Yeah, he was the elect, and I think I think what they're trying to trying to say with that, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm probably gonna. Wait, is it called the Glass Steagall Act? Maybe is that what it is? Where uh, a private citizen? Um, that I believe so, but I don't want to be quoted yeah, on I, that. I don't, I don't either. I'm, I'd have to Google that. But um, yeah, anyway, you know, basically, if a private citizen goes out and talks to a um, to a, an official, you know, some type of Russian official or foreign official, that's, you know, you can't do that. That's a no-no, obviously. That's, you know. But, and I think they tried to say the same thing with Flynn. You know, the president had already been elected, and mm -hmm. the whole way this came about is is very sinister. It's, you know, it's, it again, has is overshadowed by the, by the deep state. And we could dig down into that, but, you know, it's just... Um, it's just one more, you know, one more thing, Dave. It, it really is that, um, I, I, I like I said, I just, here's what I understand. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really changing subject for a minute, right. but why have we not looked at the unmasking of General Flynn's name? Absolutely. Uh, other names that have been unmasked, which are felonies yep. under the law. Yep. 
that people should be imprisoned for. And that's the deep state I was talking about right there. Former security advisor Susan Rice has been linked to this unmasking. Mm -hmm. And this is beyond me to understand is why these people will never be brought to justice. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it is. I, I, I don't think anybody wants to, to touch that subject, man. Honestly, I mean, you know, they, uh, I, Roger Stone said this, Dave. He said, either we are a nation of laws or we are a, a nation of men. And, you know, maybe Roger Stone, he, he's sort of like a, a political mercenary. He's known as being ruthless, but I believe that he and Trump, again, are doing this to make America not just great again, but, but free again as well. Um, I, right. In my heart, I believe that. Um, either that or it, this whole thing has been the greatest show on earth. It really has. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, it, it, it's been something amazing to see that a average, like, yeah, I'll say an average American uh, that we never thought would be president. I mean, honestly, sit here and think about this. Did you ever think Donald Trump would be elected president of the United States? No, no. Um... Under our political climate in this country, did you ever stop and think that on November 8, 2017, that Donald Trump would be our president of the United States? Yeah, I mean, no. Well, well, I, at, at a certain point I did, but if you would have... If, well, I mean, I did me, too, but I mean, if you, I mean, you look back at it, say... If we were out, say, if when we were in high school, if you would have told me, you know, man, I, I saw the future and Donald Trump was the president... I would have thought you'd probably look at me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people looked at it and went, there's no way. She's going to win it by a landslide. There's no way. Well, that's what they tried to tell people up until, and it's an outright open admission. You can, everyone, it's there for everyone to see how the media is playing people. You know, all of these polls, all of these polls that were, we were just supposed to take as, as gospel was nothing more than propaganda. How could the man have been, what, what was, and some of the, some of the, I guess, uh, biggest swings were, was she was like, I don't know, what, 40 points ahead? Um, I mean, you know, how do you. Oh, yeah. That? More than that. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's. It just it is, and and again, it's it's all goes back to the Orwellian nature of it. The the darker it's, do you not just feel? Does it not feel gritty? Like like there, it's just there are evil things attaching to to people and and causing this crazy world that we live in. Does does it ever cross your mind there, or do you ever have a doubt that there are not things out there that that make people do these sinister things? I do. I do. I, I, I think there is so much evil in this country that you never know what to expect from one minute to the next. I want to throw one more crazy uh, tidbit of uh, ugly truth out there, Big Ugly. All right. 666 Fifth Avenue. Does that ring a bell? 
No, it does not. Okay, so this is a property, and, and again, it, it's an investment. Uh, you know, at the, it, you know, just to be fair, at the end of the day, it is an investment. But mm-hmm. this is this is a property that is owned by Mr. Kushner. So, um, you know, it it just uh, it's another one of those just bad signs. You know, if I'm at the store, Dave. And I buy something, and it comes to six sixty six. I don't see a problem. I don't think it's crazy just to to throw something else on the counter and be like, "Go ahead and add that," just to, just to be safe. You know what I mean? Honestly, I've done that. Well, who who wouldn't? I've done that. I mean, it's human nature. I th- I think anybody would do that. Yeah. I think anybody would do that. But um, you know, w- with it. I guess some of the other chatter, and I, I don't know if if you've heard much about it, but you know some of these anti-Trump protests uh, that are planned that, that you know that we're hearing about, um, that's starting to ramp up now that it's warm and you know it's not inconvenient to go out there and actually you know exercise free speech. I mean, you know these people, right. it's it's warm enough for them to go out and tank tops and flip flops and uh, burn things down. So. Um, <laughs> It's something else. Oh, oh, it's 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 going to be crazy. And uh, again, this is probably going to be one of those things, just like um, all those buses, you know, um, that you know for the women's march. Um, you know, a lot of that money, uh, I believe, is um, Soros backed. The the Ferguson thing, Soros backed. So it's just it's a, it's a big mix of of craziness. How close. A Bond villain is to our our president, who I believe is trying to weed out the Bond villains. But you know, I just I don't see him being a um, a stupid man. And some of the things that the Democrats, that you know, the the liberals, some of the some of the even the Never Trumpers, rhinos in, in the conservative, you know, Republican Party, um, you know, they are, you know, they're they're just all against. The president, um, and I, I just I don't understand. And, and it's amazing to see that one minute they'll speak for him, mm-hmm. and the next minute they could flip and speak against him. What's what's the whole thing with Spicer now? What? Um... Well, the talk is he's he is the possibility could be moved into a different position in the White House. And someone else take over the communications job. That is a tough. Job. Uh, That's a tough job. The the name some of the names that I've heard being thrown out there um, uh, is uh, Megan Kelly, formerly of Fox News, nah. who's now with, him, with <laughs> NBC. A Trump, that uh, is a famous Trump yeah. troll right there. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle from uh, Fox. I think that I think that'll be it. That'll be, uh, that's my personal pick, Dave. Uh, now I think his assistant. I can't think of her name or off the top of my head. The assistant, um, uh, White House press secretary, the lady. Honestly, I can't think of her name. That leaves me right now. But her name's thrown in the batch as well. Uh, there's also talk Ryan Priebus could be leaving. Um, I know I read something uh, the other day that there was a little bit of uh, uh, heat, if you will, on Rice. Well, it, you know, Rice was the f- former head of the Republican National Committee, and uh, Mr. Trump felt that 
he would make an excellent White House chief of staff. So now, is he not? Will, has he not been pegged as one of the leakers? Have you heard anything about that? that? Is, is, is the rumors flying around that he was one of the leakers. Huh. Um, that that has not been confirmed. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, what's that? I, wasn't Kushner supposed to be uh, one of the leakers as well? Wasn't there some uh, heat? Supposedly, there? yeah, yeah. I got you. Supposedly, but I, I think what's going to happen, Sean, uh, Sean, you're going to find that eventually, um, that the people, yes, sir, are going to, um, they're going to say Trump's going to be proven right. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I mean, I watched Dave. It, it it's it's heartbreaking to 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 talk about but you you know we i watched families come in and you know wives who had their husband and had been you know laid off or you know just wasn't making that money anymore and you know trying Mm -hmm. to trying to downsize that budget and downsize that vehicle and and just you know you could you you felt for those people you really did right and um you know he came back and he said he said, I'm going to bring coal back. And what do you do to a nation, Dave? What did we do to Iraq when, when we went in there? Uh, I mean, you know, it was all over the news. One of the first things we did, you, you bomb its ability to, you know, to, to produce power, basically. How many power plants have been shut down here in America? The, you know, coal yeah, has been demonized. It was an agenda, and it was a, an agenda, a global agenda. Um, you know, they they didn't have any concern for for clean air. You know, oh, no, not they, at they, all. They I mean, you know, they they uh, you know they make this talk that they were so concerned about the environment. They were so concerned about global warming. Give me a break. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, it, the whole thing with global warming too is you know that's unraveling. You know, we're we're I've, there's there's another theory out there that you know we're we're actually in a cooling trend, and and it's not that I, I guess how can you call it a theory if there's data to support it? Now, you know, people are coming out and saying, you know, we were, and I'll link to all this. I, I'll have to dig it up. It's just one of the things I heard, you know, listening to talk radio. But, um, you know that that there's people coming coming out, and they're you know. They're saying, yeah, we altered data. We, you know, we changed the definition of, of you know, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's all been skewed to support this global warming agenda. Well, yeah, it, it was skewed because even um, uh, officials with the Environmental Protection Agency out of Washington presented evidence to the lawmakers to let them know that the, uh, the uh, data was skewed. Well, they want to they want to tax you, literally for breathing. You you're right. You produce a carbon tax, <laughs> and I don't think people understand that you know it's it's a symbiotic relationship. We have plants on this earth that take in that carbon, and the data has been shown that we had a higher carbon a CO two concentration in the atmosphere. It, you know, in, in in history, 
and that it has actually produced larger plants and, and things. So, and I'm not going to go off on a whole scientific thing, but it just it, it makes me crazy when when it's basically equivalent to them, uh, you know, what they did to to Galileo. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a witch hunt. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, um, I want to shift gears. Um, and I want to okay. talk about something a little closer to home real quick. I, I want to get, um, you know, a, a, one of West Virginia's favorite sons' opinion on this. So, uh, in my last episode, I was talking about, I, I've been sort of following this story from Mercer County. Um, regarding the Bible in the Schools program. Have you seen or heard anything about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How do you feel about that? What do you know about it that, you know, like I said, I... I well, I know it was, it was, um, it was a parent that had brought a complaint to the school board right. in reference to their child being exposed to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And they brought it to court, uh, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And now the superintendent has decided she's going to pull the program out of the system. Nope. Um, my, my thought, leave it alone. Well, it, it, I mean. If it, you're not pushing it, then it is, why not? Well, it is a. First of all, it's an elective class. You do not ha- you have to literally choose that class. And this was brought by an atheist, and she was. Rep- Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Go for it. Do you remember when you and I were kids in school, and we were able to pray in school? We were able to have that time. Every day before class started. Do you remember that? I, I do. Actually, yeah, they, they made a point to give us that time in class. Or in, in you know, that's the thing. We weren't made to worship. We it was it was our time to 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 do with what we wanted. And do you remember Steve Martin? I do. Okay. So he he always had a he he had a one of his pearls of wisdom was you know i'm going to to provide this knowledge to you and treat your mind as a cup i'm going to fill it you know with what i have here and you take of it what you want and throw the rest out you know there was nothing being forced you know in in that uh, in that scenario and that's exactly what the school board was saying we want to give you the opportunity to worship if you want to, but if you don't want to worship, you're not going to be ostracized. You know, there was no victim in that in that scenario, was there? Or did you feel victimized? Nope. You know, but but now that I mean, did you? No, no. I mean, actually, um, I I kind of I kind of regret that it's not there anymore. I I don't know. But I mean, I, I, I think if you look at what's happened to this country since we pulled prayer out of schools, I mean, really look at it. Yeah. 
look at the devastation that's happened. Well, I mean, it's and it's and again, it is the breaking down of the family unit, the the moral decay of society. Now, again, we're founded upon freedom of religion. Do what you want to do, but don't go out there and be stupid and you know, in you know, invade somebody else's freedom to to live and let live. So, you know, here's the way I see it. I mean, it's, this is honestly the way I see it. I have two daughters. One's about to be a senior in high school. One is about to be in first grade. And if someone called me and said, hey, would you care if your daughter prayed or had five minutes to do pray or just have that moment of time, would that bother you? And you know what my answer would be? Not at all. Right. Well, Not at all. What, what normal person wouldn't? What normal person wouldn't want I mean, that? I mean, come on. I mean, you know, if you aren't forcing it on me, but you're telling me, look, you can have that moment too. Say a little prayer for your day. Mm-hmm. Say a little prayer for your family. Or just have that moment of quiet time. Why not? Well, here's and here's what else blows my mind about it, is that through Common Core... The, um, you know, the, I, I guess they lean a little more to educating people. You, you've seen it, I'm sure, all over the news over the past couple of years of, of how, you know, kids are given assignments to write things in Arabic that say, um, you know, uh, there is no God other than Allah and, you know, all, all these different things. But, um, right. you know, and I guess as a Christian parent, I'm not cool with that, but you know what, if I, I would never go to another parent, especially if I was one parent out of, if I had one child out of 4,000, I, th- I think the number was 4,291 kids, this, what they refer to as BITS, Bible in the Schools program, provided. They, they, that many kids were exposed to the Word of God, if they wanted it, if they wanted to take advantage of that class. And it wasn't just about they, you know, if you if you look into how they taught it, they weren't trying to teach you, you know, so much the Jesus loves me, but the actual foundations. And and aren't we supposed to have that cultural enrichment? Aren't we supposed to all be trendy and want that cultural enrichment uh, that that supposedly the Muslim religion will bring us? But um, it doesn't go both ways for for the Christian religion. Um, yeah. You're right. So, you're where, absolutely right. But here's the thing: I look at too. You know, as a parent, um, why, why would I not want my child to have that moment? Oh well, I, I firmly believe that one way or the other, we all we all have that moment, and so. Sure. Why would you not want you know to at least you know no nobody wants to nobody wants to live in in the footloose reality, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants. Oh, absolutely. It, wants it, to, it's just we're <laughs> we're so wishy-washy on what we want in this country, in this state, yeah. uh, in our hometown. It's we want what's best for us and not for everybody. Yeah. Well, but you know, I, I guess to get back to it though, it's. 
the Freedom from Religion Foundation, they, you know, it's it's all an agenda to remove God from from you know it's it's the needs of the one outweighing the needs of the many, and it's not a um, I I don't think that I mean I I just don't understand whether you say this the superintendent made this decision or was this actually brought up I guess the. Well, it was right up the school board, and my understanding was that she had made the decision via the board that they would pull the program. Now, don't, I mean, I, I don't have the actual statistics or the facts in front of me, but sure. that was some of the reports that I have seen and read. I gotcha. Well, that's, it just, that sort of, I, I had real high hopes that, I guess back in April, there was a headline that, you know, that they were actually moving to have the, have the case dismissed. And honestly, maybe Dave, I, I think it goes back to money. You know, you've, you've got these foundations that are, are, you know, supported, um, by wealthy liberal donors. And, um, you know, I, I just, what, what can a, what can a, a small school board do? You know, and uh, and but here's something else that gets me. Uh, to my understanding, this bits program was not on the taxpayer dole. Basically, it was donor supported, was it not? Did, did you do you recall? It was volunteer supported as well. Yep. Yes. So <laughs> yes, it had nothing to do with taxpayer at all. So I just want to throw one more little uh, ugly tidbit out there man because that just right that's the icing on the cake is that it's not even costing you people of of mercer county the taxpayers of west virginia the the federal government uh i you know as far as i know you know again this was just people that that really felt like they wanted to bring the you know the the word of god to uh to these children, and and they had since 1939, maybe. So. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, and the folks are just genuine about what they want to do to help the kids. So with this program, I I mean you know I, I and I said in my last episode I mean even if you don't live in in Mercer County, um, you know, say something, tweet about it, say something about it if you're out there and you're listening. Um, you know, don't be mean about it, but, um, you know, let your voice be heard because that's, that's how it, that's how it all happens. Um, if you don't speak up and say something, you're never going to have a chance to know that your voice has been heard. Yeah. The longer you bite your tongue, the harder it is to say something when it comes time. Isn't that right, ugly? There you go, man. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, um, what else is going on with you, man? What, uh, what, uh... Man, I tell you what, I'm just, um, uh, I'm just, I'm blessed. Um, I'm, I'm clicking along. I've got some things in the works. Um, I do have my little, my side business that I like to, um, uh, promote, if I may. Absolutely. And, um... If uh, you're looking for a DJ for a wedding or an event or a uh, school function or what have you, look me up on the uh, on the web on Facebook, uh, Big Ugly Dave Willis, or on my uh, uh, Big Ugly DJ Entertainment page. Contact me there. Or, out of five stars, and, uh, by the way, folks, out of five stars, four point eight 
that is that's fantastic. I would I would bite somebody's face off, Dave, for a four point eight uh, rating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that, people. Well, people you know, I, you here, here's I will tell you, man. I, I just I appreciate that. I just you know I believe in you know being good to people, being uh, part of people's lives. I've done that for over twenty years and being on the radio. Um, uh, I've considered it an honor to be on the radio. Um, a lot of people ask, well, will you ever be back? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what God's got in store for me. I don't know what's in store for me. Uh, you know, we could be here today and gone tomorrow. But I, I know this, that wherever I am, wherever I'm going to be, I will always be big, ugly Dave Willis to the day I die. Amen, brother. Amen. So, uh, as far as, uh, you know, I, I guess you're, you're kind of, you're, you're that, you know, you're talking about the, the radio, man, but I, I think, I, I think you, uh, to, I guess maybe to quote Tony Stark from the Avengers, you're tiptoeing, big man. You've, you've got the whole podcast universe at your fingertips now, and, uh, you're, uh, you're breaking into Spreaker, um, and, uh, you're you're rocking that out, man. You you you're on it, dude. Um, so I tell you what, if anybody's listening to me that are listening to this show right now, listening listening to this podcast, and you're in the radio field and you're looking for a heck of a broadcaster, call me up. I'd love to talk with you. Um, you know, I'll tell you something funny, man. I have always had a dream. It's been a dream of mine to host The Price is Right, but damn, Drew Carey got the job before I did. <laughs> I've always wanted to fight Bar Barker on a golf course. That's, that's, that's been a dream of mine. And Bob Barker, if you're listening, for charity, I'm telling you, man, we'll go. We'll go. Oh, no, I'm oh just, it's a challenge I, now. I, I'm just picking. He would he would hurt me. I, yeah. I saw, I saw hey, 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 by the way, he'll have your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I, I forfeit. I'm, I'm tapping <laughs> But no, man, I, I tell you, you know, a lot of people, again, have asked me, you know, will I ever be back in the broadcasting field? You know, honestly, I don't know. I mean, radio is so challenging anymore. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's, uh, the industry has changed from when I started 20 years ago. I mean, it really has. Again, I'm not going to knock it. I mean, small market radio and medium market, large market, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's all a whole different ball of wax than what it used to be, man. Yeah. It used to be that, uh, you know, you go in, the jocks were there, the uh, owner personality, whether they did mornings, the midday, afternoon, evening, overnight, whatever, there was always somebody there. Right. You know? There, every time you call the radio station, heck, I thought it was an honor for me to call and say, hey, I'm, yeah, da 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 whatever. Right. And I, man, I just, I got tickled to death. And I'll tell you, I will tell you who my broad, one of my broadcasting idols is, and God rest his soul, he is no longer with us. But you're going to think this is just out of the ordinary, but I have always idolized this man. His voice, his delivery is nobody but the legendary W-O-A-Y news anchor George Strange. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I remember. I thought the world of that man. Yep. I thought the world of him. My grandpa did. I too. always. My grandpa was a. I mean, I, yep. 
idolized him. I mean, I even, it's so funny, I have it somewhere, stored somewhere. I have an autographed picture of him in, like, the editing bay, editing a newscast. Wow. At W-O-E-Y. I mean, it's been years ago. Uh-huh. I, I would have to find it. I'd love to be able to find it, post it on Facebook and uh, all that, and let people see it on my Twitter and all that, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was just absolute cream of the crop in my book. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I tell you what, you are, I'm telling you, you, the, the, I, I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people who, you know, are, are fans. And, I mean, I know a lot of upset people who were fans. So <laughs> let me just put it at that, man. You, you, uh, and you know what? I, I think, Dave, you should be Johnny Fever, and you should grab that mic, and you should yell booger, and you should not look back. <laughs> and seriously, man, you you have got, you are worldwide right now, baby. Worldwide, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Ugly Dave Willis, and baby, I'm going to let you have it one time. Give it to me, booger. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's it. That is the ugliest you know, booger man. you will ever hear on the radio. <laughs> i tell you what, I, I, I'm going to say this tremendously from the bottom of my heart whoever's listening you know what wherever you may be and you've heard of me or you know of me or what have you i have considered it a tremendous honor in the past 20 plus years of my life for you the listening audience to allow me to come into your homes come into your vehicles come into your place of business wherever i have considered it my honor to be a part of your day, your night, your weekend, and I can't say thank you enough to each and every one of you out there. Yes, sir. Well, we uh, we want to say thank you right back, Ugly. I, I can tell you, you're not just a you're you're not just a talent. You you don't just get the people up and moving. Uh, you get them up and moving, you know, into businesses. I have seen it firsthand. You uh, you know. You, uh, you're a salesman. You're an entertainer. You're, you're, you're the whole ball of wax, brother. You really are. Um, I appreciate that. Big ugly DJ Entertainment. Uh, how do they, uh, if they want to call you up, if they're listening and they're like, you know what, I am getting hitched, and I really, really want to be extravagant and pay this man a lot of money to make people, drunk people, dance around at my wedding. How do they get in touch? Well, let's do this. How about hit me up at 304-304-894-894-2085. That's 304-894-2085. If you do not get me, leave me a message. I will call you back. Uh, try not to call me at like 3 a.m., please, because I do like <laughs> to get a little bit of sleep. You know, but... Uh, Man, I, I gotta say something else. I gotta say this again. You, you made me happy to be able to do this. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. I am, I am ecstatic. Man, I tell you what, it, it, um, it has been an honor for me to be in the broadcasting business. I, I have considered it a tremendous honor. Man, I've went to work. I've went, to, to work in the studio on the air with no sleep. 
I mean, none. None. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? When I crack the mic, you don't hear that from me. No. Because you know what? When I open that mic, I want to entertain people. I want them to feel good about what they listen to. And I want them to remember who I am and what I do best. Yep. And when you have the man on your premises, um, it, you know, as, as a business owner, you have a professional entertainer and and uh, a person who is going to get it out to your listening, to your customers, and um, it really, you know, really make that impact. He, he does. When, when you walk in to a, uh, an event with Big Ugly, you know it, and uh, everybody else knows it, so... Um, he, he gets the people. Well, listen, let me throw out, too, if they want to shoot me an email. Dave Will at suddenlink.net. Dave Will at suddenlink.net. Hell, if you just want to ask a question or how am I doing or what have you, you can do that as well, man. And I'd I'm love gonna, to communicate with anybody. I'm going to link to all that um, underneath the media player. So uh, if you're listening on Blueberry, if you're listening on Spreaker, if you uh, you know if you if you're not on neocrusader.com uh, forward slash podcast, then uh, go there and get this man's information. So, uh, well, Dave. Um, well, Sean, man, it's been a. I, I again, man, I'll do this anytime. Uh, I, I, I've, I've considered this an honor. Oh, me. And oh, man, uh, man am, thanks am, for letting me on the show, man. I am honored. Well, thank you for coming on. I, I know we've uh, we've had our you know hits and misses, but uh, but we did it, brother. We, it's in the books, man. So. We got it going. It's, it's been it's been a great time, and everybody listening here on the podcast, check my man Sean out here. He does a hell of a job. He knows the ins and outs of what he's doing, and uh, he's a tremendous friend and uh, well worth listening to. Hey, I'll put a big ugly stamp of approval on it. That's two boogers straight up. Two boogers and the stamp of approval. What do you think now? Huh? Dave, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Well, the first of many, I hope. Glad to do it, man. Let's do it. For God. For country. For truth. For justice, for the Republic, Neocrusader.com. The calm is coming, it's getting near. Our conscience numbing, we have no fear. I called my friends up, and they're all here. We're putting in vodka, yeah, yeah.